Welcome back, folks, to the Mailwright Show. This is episode 242. This is going to be a discussion between me and Robert, my great co-host. And we're going to be talking about what is a lead in 2020. I think this is going to be a fascinating conversation. It causes a lot of confusion in for real estate agents. And we're going to try and really clarify the differences between personal face-to-face lead generation and what you get online. Robert, can you quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Hey, for those that don't know me, I'm a real estate SEO specialist that has been doing real estate residential real estate SEO for 13 years. I've started my own technology company, as has John. And uh, this podcast is all about marketing. And if you want to learn more about me um, and marketing in the sense of generating leads and, and other forms of marketing that are maybe branding related. But if you want to find out more about me, go to inboundrem.com. And John, uh, over to you so you can introduce yourself. Yeah, I've been a front-end WordPress developer for over 15 years, also an internet marketer for over 10 years, started MailRight four years ago, been running the podcast for about two and a half years, and uh, Robert's been my co-host for over a year. And we're just here, we supply information for you about online marketing, technology in general, anything that can help you be a more successful real estate agent. So, Robert, we're going to start this, and I think you came up with the subject, and I think it's a fascinating subject, and it causes so much confusion in the industry. And also when you're having one-to-one discussions with real estate agent, what is a lead? So how are we going to start the conversation off, Robert? Well, we're going to start it off by explaining. So first of all, there's a lot of confusion about how you even define a lead today. Okay. Everybody understands that they need to get them. And there's the traditional source of real estate leads, which is how over 60% of the business still operates. And many and many of you on the show are going to be familiar with this. So when you get into real estate, most people are telling you, work your warm network, friends, family, so on and so forth. And those kinds of leads are what would be called personal referrals, personal contacts. And if you're really, really good at working a network, you can literally build like a starting real estate business just off doing that. And those, those are all leads. They're warm leads. You get a name and a number from a friend. And when you call that person and say, Hey, Mary Jones gave me your name. I've known Mary for five or 10 years. And she thought that maybe you might want to have a name in your Rolodex for a real estate agent. And here's the thing. Those types of leads get what, maybe a 70, 80% response rate. Probably John is, is, is my guess. Yeah, you know, um, just to add a little bit to what you're just saying, um, as you were saying it, Robert, um, people, agents say to you, if you ask the agent, what do you need the most? And they almost, I would say almost 100% will say to you, leads, I need more leads. But I don't think what they're really saying, what they're really saying to you is, I need more commission checks. Right. That's what they're really saying to you. I need more commission checks, Jonathan. And But when they say leads, they they quantify a lead directly with a commission check, which in some ways is understandable. 
but in some ways causes all this confusion, really, doesn't it, Robert? Well, it causes confusion, and what you're expressing is both the pain of our typical client and and also our pain as providers, because what we're saying that we're going to give them is a name and a number, which is why we're doing this podcast, is because all names and numbers are absolutely positively not created equal. And what we're going to teach you today, the subject of this podcast, everybody, so this is the part where you start taking notes is we're going to talk about the different sources. We're going to cover all the big ones that we typically talk about on the show. Uh, so internet, social leads, and the different types of social, such as YouTube versus Facebook versus Twitter versus you know um, Instagram. And we're going to give you some facts, or as we understand them, about those different types of lead sources and what you can expect from each one, which may or may not. So for those of you, so this show is designed for what Michael Hollenbeck, one of our previous guests would call like a tier one and tier two agent, somebody who's probably making like under $120,000 a year in commissions as a real estate agent. Anybody that's got a team or is already making $500,000 to a million dollars a year, you probably already know everything that we're going to cover in this particular show. So maybe it's not the best show for you. And if you're not making that much money and you're thinking of getting into lead generation or you just started lead generation, um, through digital sources, then absolutely positively, you you should bookmark the show, listen to the show. This show is for you, guys. This is why we're doing this. So uh, just to kick us off, John, if you don't mind, I'm going to continue on the thread. Um, let's talk about uh, lead types. So, And I'm going to make this personal so that everybody understands. So John owns a marketing company, and so do I. And we do, we do lead generation through two different ways, which is confusing. Because they're both digital leads. John does his lead generation mostly through Facebook marketing. I do most of my leads either through what's called organic marketing or paid Google advertising. And so in that single breath, I've now covered three different types of digital leads that you can get. And the expectation for these leads is different. The conversion rate, which is a number, which is language that you hear guys like me and John use all the time, is different. And it's something that you absolutely need to walk into as a first-time buyer and understand it's in, like you can't ignore this. You can keep tuning it out and saying it sounds confusing, but it's really a simple principle. How many of this particular type of name and number do you need before you can reasonably expect a commission check, which is what John opened up the show with. How many? Here's what my experience says. And then John, I'm sure will have some things that he'd like to add because he and I do different types of marketing. We both want to talk about what we do. So my experience says that a social lead generated off Facebook using a number of landing pages. And, and here's the companies that you could be talking to that would generate this kind of lead. Commissions Inc., KV Core, Ylopo, um, Bold Leads. All of those companies use social marketing, so does Real Geese, to get a name and number off a of Facebook lead. And right now, according to all the clients I have doing that kind of marketing, which is about 60 or 70 of them, it seems like the average closing ratio with somebody not doing great follow-up, not doing amazing calling, 
is about one in 60. So you buy right now a cost of acquisition. So, so Ylopo, for instance, which is the best in the industry, will generate you a name and number for three to six dollars. Um, but so you'll need 60 of those to get into a sale, which sounds good on paper. Sounds good. That sounds great. Woohoo. I get a sale, I get an ROI for a couple hundred dollars. But that's not the true cost of the lead. To get into Ylopo at all, you need three or four thousand dollars to even start with their system. And then you have a high monthly, two or three, two or three thousand is because they're one of the highest in terms of your monthly spend. Eight hundred dollars of that goes straight to Ylopo without you doing any marketing at all. That's that's just their licensing fee to license their technology. So you have to factor that into their cost to their lead type, which is what makes guys like John maybe a little more appealing for people starting off because he does not have super high licensing fees. He also doesn't have the AI and the other things. And forgive me, John, I'm I'm talking a little bit for you, but I'll let you you yeah. add in. He doesn't have the AI. He doesn't have eight guys in the development partner part, department that you're paying for. But what he does have. Oh, can, I, can I just mention, yeah, I please. just want to yeah, get your go. feedback, is I'm finishing it off this university thing and it's got two purposes. But a lot of these, a lot of the people you just named, and we might be changing the model of Mailrite because I've just, I've been thinking about this for months and months and months, um, is that by offering a do-it-yourself product element to the product which a lot of these do not not all of them but a lot of them do is you end up paying for a lot of training that they provide for for you to actually use their interfaces to actually understand every part of the program because I had a couple of friends um, that have gone on these not well, one of them, and and another one, another one in the industry, and the training was really good. But it went on for about six, seven weeks, like a couple of hours every week, just to learn how the interface worked and the internal systems. Um, and you're paying for that. That's part of the uh, monthly fee. Is that they they have to hire somebody, train them to train you. Right. I agree. So that's one kind of lead, one kind of lead type. And I just gave you a, like a reasonably average expectation. Now that's a social lead. Now some companies generate leads off Google and they do it off paid. Now that means that somebody does a search and they see a paid ad like for homes for sale in your city name, like Let's just say Los Angeles, that's where I'm at, so LA. And then in theory, the, the, the numbers are higher. And I have found that to be true, even off paid Google okay. leads. Okay, they cost more to generate that. That cost of acquisition is probably going to be four times what I just told you for Ylopo. It's not going to be 3 to $6 a name. It's probably going to be, even though Ylopo says that they've got their average cost of acquisition off Google down to about six to seven dollars off yeah. Google. Yeah. Most of the time, I think it's like you're not really going to get a marketing company that's refined their system, nor 
are all of the leads that that Ylopo is generating are high intent uh, leads. So they're not targeting just major keywords with a lot of like, like a lot of intent. And this is where lead type becomes so important. If you have a lead that did a search that's called, let's say, Homes for Sale Los Angeles, that person might be deeper down the buying funnel, closer to buying a home or selling a home. Then let's say a person doing a search for what is the property tax in LA? And both of those are keywords that we could target on a paid advertising campaign. And both of them are targeted on paid advertising campaigns. So that lead type, that lead quality is going to be different. And these are questions that you as a purchaser of marketing services should be asking your provider, which is why we're covering it, is how what kind of lead exactly is it that you're going to generate? How do you generate the lead? And what is the average rate of conversion? And keep in mind, you're talking to a salesperson. So if their numbers different differ than what my numbers do, keep in mind, I'm not talking to salespeople. I'm talking to end users who are actually using these systems in real life. And a salesperson is likely to give you the client that he knows that is doing the very best on the system. And for all we know, that guy or gal has you know, an assistant calling every lead or a whole telemarketing team calling every lead. It's, it's nuts. Like what, how, and those people will get an 80% better response rate than you. So they'll close way more business than you will. If you're not calling every single lead two or three times. Right, John, do you agree with that? Well, yeah, that's the bit that neither you or me can control. You know, if they don't, you know, my system will send a text message and an email when a, when a lead comes in to the agent, and then it sends a series of emails and text messages over a three- to six-month period, which is the average period where somebody's thinking of selling or buying a house. Um, but, you, but you still got to, you know, it's, it, it's a person-to-person business. That's why real estate agents still exist and why I think in 10 years time they will still exist you know um because it's a it's a, a person to person face to face belly to belly which I don't quite like industry um um and that's great and if it wasn't like that um real estate agents that would be a big problem wouldn't it we need to go for our break we'll be back in a few moments and we'll be delving a lot more into the nitty gritty of what is a, a what is an internet lead. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. Like I say, it's a face-to-face business. Human to human, um, we can't we can't change that, and it's really fantastic news to you, the agent, that we can't, um, and nobody else can. They, are, um, that's great news for you. So, um, but there's a problem. We can send you somebody that's interested, that's shown interest. Um, I would agree with Robert that using Google 
that interest because of the because of the platform because they've actually did a search um that shows more interest than a, a social media facebook campaign i totally agree with him but there's a cost difference um but if you can't be bothered to get on the phone like three to four times after we've flagged that up for you, that's the bit we can't do for you, isn't it, Robert? Yeah. And that's why, to, to add to the confusion about lead generation, there's always a lot of conversation about follow-up. And the reason there's so much conversation about follow-up is that internet leads tend to be low quality. Um, the highest quality internet lead that I know of there's two of them. The highest number one lead generation in terms of quality right now is YouTube. If you're doing high quality YouTube videos, you won't get very many leads, but the ones that you get will almost always be incredibly high intent. And what I mean by that is right now, talking to our last week's guest, Malcolm, and talking to some other people that use YouTube as a lead generation, the closing ratio on YouTube leads is like one in three. That is incredible. You just won't get very many of them, which is is for some real estate agents and brokers, very exciting because now we don't like if all you were doing is YouTube, which is what Malcolm does, like the guy is always producing YouTube content. And everybody's like, how do you have the time? And, and the answer is easy. If you're not spending like two to four hours a day making phone calls all the damn time to leads, you could be spending that two to four hours doing something else such as creating really high value YouTube content. And if one out of three people that is reaching out to you through YouTube is literally like, you're my guy, like I'm ready to go. What's there to do? You set an appointment, you show some homes, you list some homes and you just do your job. So YouTube is the number one highest quality lead source that I know of today inside any internet marketing space by far. No comparison. There are challenges to getting those leads. Like Malcolm worked at his system for a couple of years before he finally got into a place where he's probably going to do 18 to 20 sales this year off YouTube alone. So that's actually what he did last year. So this year, if he has growth, he'll do 20, 30 sales off YouTube. So that's YouTube. And last but not least, there is organic marketing, which is what my specialty is. John does social. I do SEO. Besides YouTube, SEO is the highest quality lead that you'll get. My closing ratio at the boom, which is, by the way, diminished. It used to be one in 10, and now it's one in 15 because we're at the end of a boom market, because of COVID-19, because of all this different stuff. But still, instead of one in 60, it's one in 15. So you're still talking about doing a lot less work with with SEO-generated leads than you are any other kind of marketing. And the reason is, is that people trust the organic search results. And two, if you've done your job right in terms of building a destination site, you can go with one of two things. You can either make a very usable website that people come back to over and over again. And because they're using it, they develop some brand recognition and eventually they register and they might even talk to you. That's something that Sierra Interactive does very, very well. Or you go with a whole experience that combines video, Google Maps, usability, high value content, all on the site at the same time. That's what I do. 
And when you have all of that stuff combined, my clients using my current websites are getting incredible results, phone calls, um, lead registrations, people picking up the phone when the lead has registered. So the chase is less. And this is why John and I are talking to you about different lead types, because you're going to spend different amounts of money to get these leads. My system is much, much more expensive than John's, like, like hundreds of percentiles more. So, and you can get into these social systems that are going to generate leads for you very quickly for a lot less money, but you're generating a lower quality lead. But whatever, but whatever platform we've been talking about, I personally, and I sincerely, you know, I have a vested interest in saying this, but hopefully the listeners and viewers, if you've been listening over the weeks and months, hopefully you come to a judgment about me that I wouldn't say something just because I didn't believe in it, but it helped me commercially, is that whatever system you use, Bold Leads, Mail Riot, Real Geeks, I see Bold Leads, Real Geeks as my main competitors. Yeah. Um, whatever one you use, you're going to be better off using me or those two than buying leads off Zillow in the long term. Because at least, at least you're getting a crack. They're not being sent to 12 agents at the same time. And it's the first one that gets to that possible lead the quickest that will have a chance of bagging it. And if you're the poor bugger that's ringing that person up for the the, the 12th, you're at the bottom and you manage to get hold of them somehow you, it's you know it can be a very brutal um, exercise, can't it, um, Robert? Yeah. I've, and I personally believe that you're better off investing that kind of money with real geeks, bold leads, or mail right than investing that five hundred to six hundred dollars with Zillow. Um, I I couldn't agree with that more. So we've talked about different different lead types. And John and I, I I have to agree because to be fair, we use this podcast and I use writing content on my website, even though I'm giving out the information for free and I don't pitch my company to you. There is this subtle message of, I think I know what the best system is. And then the subtlety is you can always contact me and ask me about that if you wanted to. And John has, has built a different kind of system and for the cost equation, he feels like he has one of the best value propositions out there as well. So I just need to get. I just need to get. Uh, my problem is I'm running another business, and uh, there's only so much. Well, maybe it's an excuse because it's it's a bit linked to our last week's guest. Is that it's also the mental. Um, but um, we're we're really getting there now, and I've I've invested another chunk of money, and I've crack the whip with the people that are helping me and we're going to get this. Um, but I think in the totality of system that the mail, right. And I'm not knocking the other systems is that it's just that I feel for the money, you're getting the most complete solution in one package that a value proposition that really 
outshines the other competitors. Yeah. And I don't, I haven't really reviewed it guys. So, and John and I will have some meetings and eventually I'll start to talk with a little bit of authority on what MailRite is doing. But, but for the moment, what we want you, the listeners to understand is that we are two marketers talking about something that we're passionate about, which is the systems that we built. And that's what the show is about really is getting in touch with you and, and saying, Hey, if there's a small piece of your marketing that you think is going to be fit by either thing that we're talking about, then you should contact us because we each feel like with those types of leads that we're generating, that we're offering an equivalent or better value proposition than to other people that are in the same space as us. Now that's subjective. It really is. If you talk to the companies themselves, they probably have a different opinion about it. And you have to decide what you feel, but what I want you to know, and John has agreed with me on, is we definitely want you to understand that regardless of where you go or who you buy your stuff from, that there is going to be a difference in quality. I think um, because we've got another three to four minutes, probably five minutes, what what area that I, I definitely want us to cover, Robert, before we finish the podcast is there's there's only so many houses, so many sales per year in North America. But the amount of leads over the five the past five years that's generated has just exploded. And that's another factor that your average real estate agent has to understand, don't they, Robert? Absolutely. So that I'm so glad that you reminded me about that. So here's a weird thing. All of those guys out there, like John and I, we're getting better and better at capturing names and numbers for you. We are. We are every, and not just us. There's other companies out there that, that if I'm honest about it, and John doesn't have to agree with me, but they're way better at it than we are. I think Ylobo is one of the best companies out there in terms of capturing a name and a number at anywhere in the cycle. But guess what, guys? That doesn't mean as much as it used to because four or five other guys have also captured the name and number of the same person. So even though we're in the same business with maybe like, and without that many new homes hitting the market, it's like three to 6% new homes. And yet the lead proliferation is 20 or 30% more. And guess what? That's not that there's 20 to 30% more buyers. There's the same number of buyers. It's that marketing companies like ours have gotten better at capturing that information. The person that registered with Realtor.com has almost for sure registered with YLOPO and probably two or three other marketing companies as well. And hell, maybe even a small local real estate agent's website. And every single place they registered their name and number, whether it's to do a search or to get a home value, everybody that's got that information considers them to be a lead. And what does that mean? That means that that person, depending on the system, if it's Ylopo, Jesus Christ, they're getting advertisements following them around on every social network that they go to. They're getting messages sent to them in Facebook. They're getting text messages probably from every single person they registered with. So they may be getting as many as five text messages a day from different providers. They're getting emails probably from everybody they registered with, almost assuredly. They're getting property drips, maybe three or four. That whole situation that John just mentioned is why I advocate strongly for a lot, like if you can afford it, to 
add a high value destination website that contains massive amounts of information so that they're coming back to you as opposed to you trying to chase them because you are one voice out of many and you either have to be more persistent by far than the next guy or gal, which probably means you're calling them over and over and over again in order to get a different result than your competitors are, or you have to figure out a different way to make an impression. That's, that's the only thing I would slightly disagree with you. Okay. Is that the good news is that most agents do not make follow-through calls. When you look at the statistics, in all honesty, Robert, the majority of agents do not make after the I would say over 50% of agents after the first call do not make a second call. I, I don't disagree with you. I, was, I wasn't saying that people do that. I was saying they should or that they would have to in order to make an impression. I'm in, a, I'm in a great agreement with you that the number of my clients that don't call once is staggering. Staggering. I have a team that I do business with who shall go unnamed. And they do $10 million in business, but they're, they're buying leads from five sources. And they're so good at purchasing leads, they don't call anybody ever. So they're literally just waiting for their automated systems to generate them a result, which they've got so many names and numbers coming through the door, they actually do. It's a team of two, and they're getting over 100 names and numbers every single month. And they generate massive business doing it that way. But I would say they're overspending by 50%, if you ask me. Like they're, they're getting way too many names and numbers. And the organic stuff accounts for 50% of their results out of five different lead sources. So they could easily eliminate one or two of these sources, which by the way, John, one of those sources is realtor.com. And you know how expensive they are. So like, I know. And I don't think that if they, they ever sat down and took a breath and tracked their stuff, which they have tracked for them because they're using follow-up boss, if they just looked at the numbers, which I've looked at in their own system and they haven't, that's the crazy thing. I went in and looked and was like, why are you still buying leads from XYZ company? They're not, you're not selling them. Are you even making a profit on the contract? Uh, I don't know. That's what most real estate, they're so busy doing the business of real estate. They don't even stop and take a breath. And that's why we're doing the show today. Guys, if this is you, if you're listening and going, oh, I recognize that. You know what? You could probably save yourself 20 grand in marketing expenses just by doing a good. Yeah, and I'm not laughing at real estate, but we all know, um, beloved listeners and viewers, that the real estate business is a crazy business. That's partially one of the factors that I like about it. I've got to be totally honest. Uh, um, I'm used to it anyway because the um, the web development WordPress industry is a pretty crazy, pretty crazy place as well. Uh, um, it's the bit of the wild west, really. Um, we're going to wrap it up now, Robert. We're, you know, we're probably going to have another internal um, discussion next week, and I'm going to rustle up some great guests for the following weeks. But I like the I like a couple of internal discussions because. Um, we cover some really interesting subjects, me and Robert. So, Robert, what's the best way of getting um, finding more about you, your thoughts, and what you're up to? All right. I'm going to do something different this show, John, just uh, fucking for shits and giggles. So, guys, uh, here we go. I'm giving out my phone number this show. I usually give out my URL. 
Here's my phone number, 818-274-9245. That's my real life phone number. Call me. You want a free consult? You want to talk uh, talk about lead generation types? You want to do something? I'm going to try something different. I'm going to say, just call me or text me. If you're too busy to call me, then text me. And I will have a, I will have a, a dialogue with you about your, your different lead, lead generation types and some changes that you should make. If you got confused, I'll help. That's it. And if um, we're almost finishing off this Mailwright University, I've got my copywriter um, trying to sort out all my spelling mistakes and grammar mistakes through the um, extensive lessons. We're actually going to cut down the lessons because I think it would intimidate you and we're going to split it up into a, a free section and uh, a paid section, which we're going to offer later on in the year. But we're, hopefully we're going to be launching that um, pretty soon. I know I've been saying that for the past couple of weeks, but I've just been finishing it off and then handing it over to my poor copywriter. Uh, bless her heart. Uh, um, and um, we'll soon be offering that. But if you go to the Mailwright website now, there's all the interviews, the internal discussions between me and Robert. It's just a wealth of free information on the Mailwright website. If you just choose the topic and watch some of our shows, experts, you basically will learn an enormous amount anyway. Um, we'll be back next week, probably with an internal discussion or with a great guest. See you soon. Bye. Bye.